This is a special bonus edition of Pause with Tim Black. And we are here for all of it, all the smoke people. In this edition, we have I'm discussing the co op and the black issues and how the lames try to use our black pain in order to advance their own lane. This is a problem. It was so much of a problem, I had to do a bonus show about it. All right. We also talk about uh, the standoff over black priorities, over white concerns. The three things that black people are really concerned about is not what you think. It's what black people say they are most concerned about. We also talk about Shaquille O'Neal. He said he ain't a celebrity. I address that. We also talk about being taxed at certain intervals when we make purchases, like such as automobile purchases. Stuff you don't even think about. Subscribe. Go to TimBlackPause.com. That's TimBlackPause.com. Subscribe to this podcast. And remember, cut the check. There we go. Make sure we live real quick. There we go. What up? I know it's short. Look, I know it's I know it's short notice, Irene. Thank you for coming through, David. What's happening, D? What's up, D? What's up, Brian? What's up, Tyler? I saw you, Tyler, out there on Twitter. What's up, Mike? What's up, Bernard? Y'all ready? Y'all ready? Facebook, thank you for joining us. Once again, this is a bonus edition. This is a bonus edition. Riley up in the house, man. Riley, what's up? All right. We, we got some, I got to write down a note. Because we're going to come back to this. All right? Come back to this, Tim. Put a star by that big time. You know what I'm saying? So, so Tim Black, what is so important that you had to do a special show? You got a show coming up tomorrow. You couldn't wait 24 hours, Tim Black, before, you know, that you had to go just now. It was pressing on you so hard, Tim Black, that you felt like you are going to interrupt the Sunday afternoon to start yelling at the world. Yes. Yes. I do think that's what I would do. I do believe that there's something called a fight for, the, a fight for equality, a fight for revolution, a fight to change America that doesn't take days off. I don't think the system is taking days off, do you? So, I'm not taking a day off, man. Here we go. Now, for people who don't know, but pause the Tim Black is, it's where we take 45 minutes or so to get real black. Because you're denied that in real time. You're denied real blackness. You don't get this on cable news media. A man talking like this, a black man talking like this? Oh, man, this is, this is a rare thing. This is an ex- this thing right here, this is, this is a relic. Once upon a time, comedians like Richard Pryor talk like this. Dick Gregory, Paul Mooney. You understand what I'm telling you? This is that. Y'all gonna love me when I'm gone. Y'all gonna be like, what happened to Tim Black? So that's the pause is. Where black people can get black, black, bigger than black, black, black. What you say, Ben? You know, black, black. <laughs> All right. We're gonna start the show like we always do. Cut the check. Cut the check. That's right, cut the check. Now, when we say cut the check, guys, we got to run it down for people who may be new to the show. I'm not talking about your weekly paycheck. I want you to get your weekly or your monthly or your bi-weekly or however they pay you. I remember working at a place, they made sure you never got three checks in a month. Because they paid you on a certain day. They'd be like the 5th and the 22nd. You were never going to double up. No, number times you just hold your breath like, oh, man, I'm going to get three paychecks. On the 1st, on the 14th, and on the 28th. Oh, man, that could do extra special things. I'm not talking about that type of paycheck. What I'm talking about is Reparations. Reparations for black po- black people. American descendants of slavery, chattel slavery, formerly enslaved. You know, the people that built this country. That's what we support. I'm a bold supporter of black people, black people issues, reparations, and a black agenda. That's what I support. Period. Now, there's other things I support. 
There are other things that I would want to put in my black agenda. But at the top of that list would be what? Ding, ding, ding. Reparations. Because black people are owed that by this government. Not you. Not you individually. I don't, I don't necessarily say that there should be something on your paycheck that's a black reduction. Like a blanker. Nah, we already got FICA. You don't need a blanker or a biker. You know, black income some shit, blah, blah, blah. Will they take money out of your paycheck for black people? No. I'm not saying this should be a black security cost. Like your social security, they deduct money out of your paycheck? No. I'm saying the federal government and these corporations that benefited from slavery, then those corporations or those, co or those government entities who made their policies that we would not get the same shit that you got as a white person. That black people will be held back. We're talking about that. So when we talk about reparations, that's what we're talking about. So we are crystal clear. So that we're in good faith. So that we understand the majority report. Understand? So that we are um, speaking secularly. So that we understand where we're coming from. So we're on both same page. So we get it. Okay? So let's make that clear. Now, we like to have one theme of the show, and as this bonus show, the title, the, the theme of this, the overarching theme of this is, they're not fighting for us. And it looks like they're fighting for us, but they're not fighting for us. They may pretend to be fighting for you, but they are not fighting for us. No, they're not fighting for us. When I say us, I mean black people. They're not fighting for us. They're fighting for themselves. They're fighting for whatever entity that put them in place. They gave them an opportunity to speak to the masses. I want you to know that there's a covert action going on right now. You might not even be aware of this. Where people have been put in place to play certain roles. Those roles were not in the betterment, not in the interest of black people. But they like to sell them to you that way. Yeah, some of those, now, now some of this is blatantly obvious. Take a person like James Clyburn. I think pretty much all of us can agree that James Clyburn is doing the bidding of the Democratic Party, not the bidding of black people. James, Representative James Clyburn is the face of, uh, of the Democratic Party, black, black, vote blue, anywho, anywho, who defends the Democratic Party, fights for the Democratic Party, but fighting for the Democratic Party is not what? Fighting for the black people. And no, neither is fighting against the Democratic Party, fighting for black people. That's not the same thing. See, a lot of people want to make it the same thing. That ain't the same thing either, y'all. So, folks, they ain't fighting for us. They are not fighting for us. They're not fighting for you. They want you to think you're fighting for that they're fighting for you. They want you to think that Jim Clyburn is fighting for you. They want you to think when he's doing that tough talk, oh, I said vote for Joe because I know Joe. Now, 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 now I don't want to hear that because Joe, Joe, I know Joe. I went, to his, uh, I went to his wedding. He went to my wedding. He came to my last three fish fries. He bought hush puppy mix and some hot sauce. Now, what kind of a brother brides, brings hot sauce and hush puppy mix? The type of brother like Joe Biden, who I can count on. Ain't nothing in there about what policy Joe Biden going to implement that's going to help black people. Ain't nothing in there about Joe Biden going to the mat for a black agenda. Do you ever hear Jim Clyburn talking about how his good friend Joe Biden is going to fight for black people? Hell no. No. So, Joe, so Jim Clyburn is just an example of they're not fighting for us. They give us the facade. They give us the example. They give you this, this, this sugar coating on the outside. They give you this package because they know we're stupid. See, we're all stupid because we're so used to seeing America in black and white. You see a black person, you just assume, damn it, that black guy's got my back. Ah, oh, the blacks got my back because I'm black, they're black. We got to have more black people in place. If we got more black people in place... We got more black faces in black spaces or black faces in white spaces Then maybe we got a chance to defeat the racist. Oh, man, if we could just... I looked in the room and there was nothing but white people. Then I saw a black person and I was like, yeah, that's right. I'm not alone. 
Little do you know your ass is still alone. If that person's what? If that person's politics don't match your politics. If that person's ideals and goals do not match yours. If they're not fighting for the upliftment of black people. What difference does it make? I'm going to tell you all something, y'all. There's a lot of that going on. Now, this is sad, but I got to tell you, because I know it's going to hurt some feelings, man. It's going on in cable media. Yeah. News organizations that you think are black-owned, black-operated with a black agenda, or white-owned with a white agenda with black faces in it, who won't blame on strong black voices. I mean, they do some time to make it look a little better. You know what I'm saying? You know. Don't say this, don't say that, or you won't be coming back. It's happened in corporate media, cable media. It also happens in independent media. Let me tell you a story as an example. True story. There's a, there are black people on the left, a group of black people on the left, who were handpicked by a member of the LGBTQIA community and also a member of a third party, trying to build up a third party. He saw that people like Tim Black and some others, like the Reset Race Squad, were getting our muscle up. We were starting to, we were starting to attract attention and build momentum for who? Not for, not for neoliberals, not for conservatives. Ain't nobody over here pumping up Larry Elder or boosting Candace Owens. Of fighting for Donald Trump. We are here fighting for black people. They saw this happening. And they said, oh no. Oh no. Then they saw that we were also pushing neoliberals and third parties to do what? To stand up for black people. So you know what they did? This member of the LGBTQIA community, who was well known in the leftist spaces, started handpicking black people. Started handpicking them some black people that had no experience at all in doing what we do. No expenses, no experience at all in this mass communication, in content creation, in public speaking, in radio, in writing, in any of these, in any of these areas. But you know what they had? They had one thing that was necessary. Really, they had two things. The first thing was they were hungry. They wanted to be somebody. They wanted to be known. They wanted to be seen. And they were pliable, too. They were pliable because they were fucking broke. They were broke. They didn't have a pot to piss in. They didn't have the means. And that means they were going to be reliant on Zaddy. Perfect. A perfect recipe for control. For opposition. So this member of the left circles, member of a third party trying to get his legs underneath it, took these Dis disparate pieces of blackness and put them together to form some collagulated, experimental, gobbly, gobbly gook of white, of black upliftment. But it's not. Because the issues that they campaign for most, the issues that they advocate most for, aren't black issues they advocate and fight for, yell and curse and scream for, Medicare for all, and student debt, and a Green New Deal, and other white shit. And then they add reparations on the end as if that means that they fighting for black people. Black people, this shit must stop. Allies, this must stop. They're not fighting for us. When you support them, you're not fighting with us. You're not fighting beside us. You're working against us with those who are not fighting for us. White guys from, what are they from, like Seattle or some shit? I don't know. White guys from Portland, Oregon, or wherever the fuck, some very white place from Maine, don't get to choose who our black leaders are or our black voices. You don't see you getting set up? You don't see that's what's going on? How is some white guy going to come, come along, find people that never met each other, just because they black, put them together and say, do this. And here's the kicker to all of that. All of it. Their whole thing is to help boost up this third party. It's not. And to attack Democrats. Now, 
Here's the thing, guys. Attack Democrats all day. I don't give a fuck. Attack Democratic Party. Attack the Democratic Party. Fine. But that's not going to help black people. No. Attacking the Democrats doesn't help black people. Attacking the Democrats helps third parties. Attacking the Democrats helps, uh, helps conservatives or Republicans. Helping black people helps black people. You ever been hungry and somebody want to give somebody you know something to eat? Just imagine that. Because I know it's kind of crazy, right? Let me back up. Let me, let me just reframe this because I can hear them now. I can hear them all now. Oh, he's contradicting himself. He's doing this, he's doing that. No. It's very basic logic. See, they have got us in this system. Well, they've got us sort of like courted off in this system, right? All of us, Americans, in the two-party system. And they have us all believing that, well, black people's way out of this system is to, to I don't know. But what's their thing? I don't know. Their idea is there is no way out of the system. Oh, I know. Buddy up to progressives. And that's how somehow that's going to save you. I used to think that was a possibility that we could work with progressives to get black shit done. But the longer I was in it, and it took years, I gave it years at the pinnacle, at the top of these leftist things, worked with all the big names, did all the big gigs, went to all the big places. I realized that they weren't going to fight for black issues. That these entities have no interest in fighting for us. And if I was going to fight for us, I had to leave. Because there was no, they, they had made it very clear that the type of blacks they want are the type that are quiet, that will accept second row or third tier, will be benevolent, polite, go along, get along, will be amendable, and will be willing to put black people issues on the back burner and just wait while we push all the white agenda, all the mainstream agenda, because black people are not the priority. That's the issue. That's what's going on. They push, They put together this Frankenstein of black faces that no one heard of before. Push them. Prop them up. Just like cable news media would do. Elevated them. Then sent them after me. A black voice that's boldly saying, reparations now, reparations tomorrow, reparations forever, put it on my tombstone, a black agenda today, a black agenda tomorrow, a black agenda forever, there it is. Want some other shit? Cool. It goes behind, underneath, bam, bam, reparations, black agenda, black agenda, reparations, because within my black agenda is reparations. All this other shit, reduce student debt, climate change. Uh, Green New Deal, Medicare for All, all that goes underneath. They are fooling masses amounts of people. This is the same way that they use this in the cable news media. They do the same thing. They put a black face in the place and they say, oh, this person must be. But if you take out their blackness and the occasional reference to hip hop, you have a white person's message. Just delivered in black people. That's not black politics. That doesn't help black people. That will not get us, will not force America to cut the check. Because that's not their intention. Their intention is to do well. Their intention is to elevate themselves. Their intention is to succeed. And you'll notice this by looking, look, look who props them up. Look who elevates them. Look who's pushing them. When you go and see all these massive retweets, all these massive views on videos, realize where that's coming from. People of color who don't know what the fuck's going on, black people brought into this nonsense, thinking somehow they could back their way into a revolution that ain't gonna fucking happen. Hey, I disagree with some of these people who are on this type of hotep shit or whatever, going a little bit too far. And, and some of my more controversial or more militant brothers, I may disagree on some things. But one thing I agree with them on, I definitely agree with them on, you can't halfway your ass into this. 
Black people ain't gonna be the halfway or half step their ass into into reparations or into equality in America. That ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna be a byproduct or add on. You ain't gonna be a staple it on the back, write it in the little the, in the in the bottom of of column of a, of another amendment. You ain't gonna be able to to shoehorn black success or black empowerment or equality into American legislation or into into American period. By happenstance, or being a nice guy, or by sitting back and waiting, or or just being patient, or being the polite Negro. That shit ain't going to work. It ain't never worked. It's not going to work. When it does work, it works to put money in the pockets of those who are willing to sell us out. This is the the prime definition of a sellout. That's what that is. They don't fight for us. You know they're not fighting for us when you look at who's supporting them. Look at who is supporting them and then that tells you all that you need to know. Look at who's boosting them. That tells you all you need to know. Look what shows they go on. That tells you all you need to know. Look beneath the surface and discover that they're not fighting for you because if they were fighting for you, where's the opposition? Yeah. Where's the opposition? Now they're just fighting for the same old white shit that white people have been fighting for for 50, for 50 years. I get it. Medicare for all is a great thing. That's a great idea. Everyone gets health coverage. You know what black people do when they can't pay a medical bill? Go into debt. You know what's first on the list of black people? You know the top three things black people want? Recently, there was a survey conducted. I've been sharing it. For some reason, it's not getting a lot of traction. But when black people are asked, not white people who like black people, not White people who hang out with black people, not white leftists or white progressives who frequent Twitter, not white progressives that go on the Jimmy Dore show or Kyle Kalinske show, not black folks who've been courting off and selected by a zaddy to be something, take this name, do this thing, pretend to be this thing, drink your coffee, you know, go on this show. Here are the three things. The number one important, the three things that were important to black people in a recent study recent survey. I'll put links in the, in the description box below. Racism. Half these motherfuckers never bring out racism. This is if racism don't exist. Some of these commentators won't even say the word black. They call us minority. Bitch, I am not your minority. I'm Tim Black. You can't even say black. For real. Shut your ass up forever. I'm a black man. Number two. Pandemic. Yeah, the pandemic. The concerns about what's happening now with this pandemic, with your economic, that's the second most important or most most pressing concern of black people. How many of them are saying that? No, because that's tied to economics for black people. They're going to make it economics for everyone. But that situation is so much more dire than theirs. And that situation will continue to be dire even after the pandemic is finally resolved, if it is ever resolved. And number three, police brutality. Police brutality, you know that thing I've been covering that nobody else wants to cover? You know, unless it's very sensational, they cover it for two seconds. These are the things that black people are concerned about. See, if you live, if you, you, you try to fit in, I get it. You try to fit in with black people on Twitter or on YouTube or wherever you are. You try to be good at what you do. You're starting to lose a little bit of your blackness. You're starting to, you're starting to peel off you. It's starting to slide away from you. Pandemic got you trapped indoors. You have Facebook groups. You're frequenting groups on Twitter, threads. You're starting to listen to these people. You don't know who they are. They're starting to influence you. It's starting to tell you things that aren't true. Black people don't give a shit about climate change like white people. White people have a luxury of caring about the planet. Yeah, white people have a luxury of caring about the, of caring about caring about the planet. Black people just trying to survive this planet. We trying to survive the elements of this planet. 13% of the population, 50% of the the homeless population. We trying to survive, see, Maslow's laws of hierarchy, Maslow was a, a psychologist and a philosopher. He said that in a nutshell, and I don't want to butcher it, but in a nutshell, People basically can't care about certain shit if they don't have other shit taken care of. 
Like, if you don't know if the heat's going to cut on, you ain't worried about what happened to your favorite character on House, Housewives of Atlanta. Like, if you don't know if the heat's going to cut on, or you don't know where your next meal's coming from, you ain't too worried about who won the game in Detroit. Those things might not concern you because you have other pressing issues. Black people have pressing issues. By and large, black people have pressing issues that far extend, exceed. We are drowning. And we got white people going, they want to play water polo. We are drowning. We got white people wanting to go jet skiing. Man, because the jet skis won't start up. Man, because they got rust on their fishing boat. And we are drowning. We're literally in the water begging for life preservers. And what do they do? They fabricate a group to sandbag Tim Black and others who are working on the same behalf, like the Reset Race podcast, because they don't want us influencing their white, their good old white progressives, who may be, some of them may, may be willing, may, may be interested in stepping into something that's meaningful. Because the fight for cut the check, believe it or not, baby, hashtag cut the check, is a justice fight. It's just as justice as BLM. It may even be more justful may have more justice implications. Because we're talking about an issue that's been systemic in this country since its founding. We're talking about the Homestead Act, which gave 1.5 white Americans, white families, 160 acres, while we got zero. Originally, we were promised one-fourth or 40 acres. They took that away. Gave our 40 acres to white people and added another 120. That's what happened. That didn't happen. We're not having this conversation. Tim Black is not needing to yell on the mic and demand to cut the check. Because then at least, at least we had a start, an opportunity to compete in this country, one of the richest countries in the world. How are you going to survive in the richest country in the world when you've been disenfranchised by your government? While other groups in this, while other groups in this country have been aided, propped up, selected. Not unlike some of our other commentators who have been selected. To dilute the message, to put a black face on white issues. And to give white people the impression that that's what the fuck black people want. That's not what black people want. Black people don't want a Green New Deal unless they've been lied to. Black people want, first of all, we, we get to the Green New Deal after we get reparations. We get to the Green New Deal after we get a black agenda. I dare you, I dare you to go to any black neighborhood, any black neighborhood in any black major city across the United States of America and talk to, and talk to them about what's important to them and present to them, do you want a Green New Deal or do you want reparations? Do you want a Green New Deal or do you want a black agenda? you want a Green New Deal or do you want black upliftment? I wonder which one they're going to choose. I wonder which. What would be in the minority? What would be in the majority? Cut the check would win. Cut the check would always win. We got problems now in our country. Just something as basic as buying a car. Now I had a, I, I brought on a great guest on my show by the name of Sean Rochester, an economist. He came on my show and he talked about his book, The Black Tax. Take something as simple as buying a car, man. Do you know how much racism and discrimination I face just buying a fucking car? Now, we're not going to even talk about me walking the lot and the salesperson think I don't have money or don't have credit, so it takes them forever to fucking talk to me. That's in studies. Ah, minor inconvenience, right? Just trying to get waited on. But when we finally do find, when I finally do find somebody who's willing to talk to me, and remember, when I say me, I'm speaking for all the black people. See, when those black motherfuckers, when those black commentators speak, they ain't speaking for us. They're speaking for themselves. Because they don't even talk about this shit. Back to my story. When they finally do talk to us, they give us higher prices for everything. Yeah, higher prices for everything. Like, uh, there was a study conducted. They upcharge black car buyers. 
studies prove they upcharge black car buyers. When they initially, when you buy the car, they upcharge on the insurance rate if you finance. They upcharge on the insurance rate when you insure the car. Everything. We pay a tax at every stage of the game. Something as simple as that. Now, we all know car dealerships and car salesmen are always trying to make a buck. That's included in this. The bucks they're trying to make off black people and white people different bucks. For some reason, when they deal with black customers, they try to make more bucks. For some reason, we get upcharged. It's so bad, there were a number of auto companies that were sued. Sued by the Justice Department for doing what? For upcharging black buyers, not for upcharging LGBTQIA people. Because, you know, that's what people like to say, right? Oh, we're all in the same boat, Tim. It's all the same deal. We're all struggling. Okay. Your life sucks. I understand if your life sucks, man. I get that. Your dad had a gambling problem. Your mom ran away with the, the pool boy. You autistic. I get that, man. I'm not saying life's been a silver... A, a cakewalk, a silver spoon. I'm not saying your life has been all kittens and kittens and raindrops or gumdrops. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is the lack of quality or the lack of happiness or the lack of comfort in your life is not derived or caused by your whiteness. It's caused by other factors. We all can be handed a bad stick, a bad deck, bad, bad deck of cards, a rough deck of cards. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about things that are done to you because of you being white. Name something. Other than someone calling you a cracker on Twitter. Or a fight you got in in high school. Like real talk. We're not discriminating against you getting, into, getting a job. They're throwing our resumes in the trash. Cut the check. They're suspending our babies from nursery school. Cut the check. They're watching our women die because they don't believe our women when our women say they're in pain while they're having children. Cut the check. White guy, black guy commit the same crime. Black guy gets more time for no other reason than he is black. Cut the check. I could go on and on with a litany of these. Still, there's somebody on Facebook right now going, oh, you just want to play victim. No, I want to play numbers bitch. How about that? How about I talk numbers and facts and you shut the fuck up? Or you talk numbers and facts. How about we talk about what's really going on and you stop pulling out your ass some crime statistics you got off an of FBI website that don't put the context that in any country you go to, the people that first of all, white people commit more crime but also, I want you to add in the fact that wherever you go, the people that are suffering the most are the struggling people. I don't know about you, but I saw Walking Dead. You know what people do when they're struggling? They take things. I just told you about the job searches. I told you about the unemployment. I didn't even talk to you about college. I didn't talk to you about, yeah, we graduated college, but it's harder getting jobs. We ended up with way more debt. Now we got way more debt. Average college, average black college graduate makes less than the average white high school dropout. Are you listening to me? Is this reasoning? See, when I say we need reparations, dog, I would, look. Ladies and gentlemen, Tim Black's Pack, I would rather not have to talk about reparations. I'd rather be talking about something else. I talk about it because it's needed. If I thought you could just pull yourself up by your bootstraps, be a nice person, read more books, and that would get it done. I tell you that. But anybody who tells you that is either one, a tool of what? White supremacy. Or two, just plain ignorant. Because it's not true, dog. It's not true. Back to the car dealerships. Remember me? I was in there trying to buy a car. I had all these hurdles I had to jump through. They upcharged me on the price of the vehicle. Then they upcharged me on the finance rate. Then they upcharged me on the insurance. Not my words. Studies. Conducted. 
Blind test. Same credit score. Same jobs. Same thing they do with the resumes. Same resume. White sounding name, black sounding name. Black sounding name, trash can. White sounding name, wanna come in, Jim? So there's automotive dealers, right, who were sued by the Justice Department for discriminating against black people. Not LGBTQ. No. Not white guys named Bob. No. Black people. 2016 2016 Toyota. Sued for $22 million. Discrimination. 2014 Honda. $24 $24 million. 2013, Ally. Former GMAC financing. $98 million. Ally, this crappy-ass American-made car. Well, I'm not going to say it's crap, but it's kind of a slap in the face. It's not the, like, Japanese, you know, the Asian companies. But it's the American companies did us the worst. Isn't that something? It's kind of makes sense, though, right? Because they hate us more, right? They were the worst offenders, costing us thousands, thousands, individual borrowers, thousands more in interest. For no other reason than they were black. Cut the check, bitch. The issues that we're concerned about the issues that impact black people, the issues that black people say that they concern, that they care about more are the issues that would get black people to come out and vote. And if you champion for those issues, if you fought for those issues, maybe more black people will show up. See, here's what I think people don't understand. Just because the Democratic Party gets 90% of the black vote doesn't mean they couldn't get more votes. Yeah, because only half of Americans vote. <laughs> so what if we could turn... Just assume that 40% of black people vote. Well, if you turn the overall margin of how many black people come out to from 40 to 50 or 50 to 60, now that 90% just turns into hundreds of thousands of more black people that came out and voted. But see, I have a feeling they're willing for those people not to come out to vote because those people coming out to vote going to want something. Yeah, Jim Clyburn and Nancy Pelosi... Chuck Schumer, Joe Biden, they don't want to offer us. They don't want to offer us anything, and they don't have to offer us anything. I say we demand something. We demand something. I keep hearing this talk about a strike. Yeah, we need to go on a universal strike. Black people need to go on strike. Yeah, let's do a black strike. Let's do a black strike. A black strike on the Democratic Party. A black, a black strike against the Democratic Party. They're fake-ass, hand-picked commentators. Let's also, go, let's also do a strike against third parties. Third parties like the White People's Party who sick their morons after me, who are all about basically Democratic issues. If you don't fight for reparations, I got nothing to talk to you about. If you're a new party and you don't fight for reparations in the black agenda, you don't have one and you have a party, vamos, vamos. There is nothing to discuss. There is no conversation, folks. No conversation at all. No, I don't give a hell what black person you go get. Go get 20 more of them to sick them on 10 black. You're going to need them. And I'm going to run through every last one of them. Every last one of them. And you know who's going to have my back? Black people, from the black audience of working class black people that I'm going to bring with me. Because you won't have that. Because you don't fight for black issues. You don't fight for working class black issues. And you know what? I want white people to realize that working class black issues help white people too. See, it's not that black people don't have the same concerns as, as white people. Working class black people and white people do have the same concerns. The problem is we got to have the guts, white folks, to fight for the black agenda first. We didn't get the new deal. We didn't get the fair deal. We got the raw deal. 
We didn't get the Homestead Act. We got the Homeboy Ghetto. Homeboys and Homegirls in the Ghetto Act. That's not the same thing, Johnson. One builds wealth, the other builds incarceration. Sort of like a sort of like a jungle where uh let's call it let's call it like a safari. We get to the safari where the white the white lions just hunted us. Cause that's all mass incarceration is. Or instead of instead of eating us, literally eating us. They feel us. They use us as fuel for their prison industrial complex. We living in the ghettos gave them a place to go to find a person to put in the prison industrial complex. Sort of like lions and cheetahs hunt elk. They cordoned us off into this area. They made it very susceptible for us to be over-policed. That's what we got. That's not the same thing as a homestead act. One could be passed down. Ain't no black person could pass down no damn tenement. They got us so screwed up that some of us are fighting for blocks we don't even own. At least when the Catlitz and the McCoys went to war, they were fighting over, over land that they owned. We fight for land we don't own because we're so screwed up by a system. Folks, we're going to have to fix. We got to fix this first. The black agenda is first. History's told us that if we ain't first, we'll be last. Hell, history's told us if we ain't first, we're never. That's the problem. That's what we're here to combat. Last thing I want to talk about is Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal recently said that he's no longer a celebrity. He is no longer a celebrity. He doesn't want to be called a celebrity. Don't call Shaq a celebrity. First of all, Shaq is not a celebrity. Shaq is an icon. Shaq is his own column. He's his own thing. You, you got a shoe. <laughs> when you have a shoe, you ain't a... Alyssa Milano's a celebrity. Jimmy Dore's a celebrity. Shaquille O'Neal is Shaq. When you're, when the first four letters of your name is enough to know who we're talking about, come on, man. But I want, so, so, it, my conversation's not about that. That's not, that's not up for debate. That's basic. Anybody can tell you that. I want you to know this. I know some celebrities. I've talked to many celebrities. You know, Tim Black, the guy on the channel no one gives a shit about, that's so small, has no influence. They're liars, they're haters. Don't listen to them. I've talked to many celebrities. Many celebrities that would, would come on my show. They can't. So, they can't, what I mean is this backlash for being associated with someone volatile like myself. There's a backlash that they would face coming out to say some real shit. Now, how do they know who Tim Black is? How do they know who Tim Black is? How do they know? They know because they watch the show. Don't listen to these people. Nobody knows who those people are that are shitting on me, that are talking crap, who are fighting for white supremacy. No one knows who they are. No one cares who they are. When I say no one, I mean, how can I say this? They have not... They're not talking about real black issues. So celebrities and those, those people who are really listening aren't listening to them. Who's listening to these people? Corny fake progressives, neoliberals, boring liberals who ain't gonna fight for shit, who are not interested in anything other than scoring likes on Twitter. I've talked to way too many celebrities that agree with a radical approach. They're a lot more radical than Shaq wants to let on. A lot more radical. In fact, a lot of times I listen to Shaq, I'm like, Shaq sound real conservative. He's one of those guys who believes all you got to do is be a good guy, don't get in trouble, and life works out. Black people been good a lot, Shaq. Your ass wasn't seven foot one, and you or you would have torn your Achilles back in high school, you would be probably not with us. 
because you would have scared the wrong white person at some point in time. So sometimes I hear him and Charles Barkley talk. It's like they don't have any awareness that they would even be here. They couldn't play basketball and they start talking with their chest to the wrong cop. He just shot him just out of fear. Like, up the hell, pow, pow, pow. But Shaq never sounds like a guy who's in tune with those realities. Instead, he sounds like a guy who believes if you just be nice, just be a good guy, walk the straight and narrow, because that's where the money is. My point is this. There are a lot of people playing the game because they have to. A lot of people play the game because they have to. I'm not down for celebrity bullshit, but I know that there are some good people who are celebrities that play the game because they have to. It's a fucking system. They're trapped in a system that takes away their voice. I learned this when I got a little bit of notoriety. I learned I have less freedom than I had before. When you are not known, you can say whatever the fuck you want to say. There's nothing anyone can do to you. What they going to do? Take your Facebook account? So what? You got 100 followers. But when you got 150,000 like I do, when they start slowing my, when they start throttling me, when I have a business, that changes things, don't it? Yeah, it does. What I'm trying to tell you is that they got us all. They got us all. But independent media is supposed to be the place that speaks for not just celebrities, anybody with a radical sense of what needs to be done in this country. And I'm speaking for black people, working class black people, black people who know that we ain't going to make it just by being nice, just by wearing a tie, just by saying, you know, speaking more pro appropriately, using all your correct adjectives, proper pronouns. That's not going to change that you're a black person walking into a white establishment, trying to get a fair deal, trying to buy a car, trying to buy a home, trying to survive the ride home, trying to survive an interaction with the cops, trying to leave your kids something. That it requires the same thing that white people got, which was assistance from their government. There would be no white middle class if it weren't for black if it weren't for black people picking that cotton. And if it weren't for black mass incarceration, and if it weren't for white people deciding to create a white middle class just for white people, just for white people, in the form of legislation. Black people need the same thing. So it's not radical to say we need a black reparations, we need a black agenda. They had a white agenda. This didn't call it white. They called it a new deal. They called it a fair deal. They called it a GI Bill. They called it a wholesale act. They just didn't put the word white on it. They didn't need to. They didn't consider you a human being. We did matter. So it's not radical. What I'm saying is not radical. It's truthful. It's real. And I need you to spread the word. Because unfortunately, we have hand-picked white, hand-picked black faces in mediocre places being embraced and lifted up and propped up by white people but it control the narrative and their job is to destroy the Democratic Party. Destroying the Democratic Party won't free black people. Our job should be demanding that the Democratic Party do, our, do what we want them to do and if not, we get rid of them. But destroying them without that demand is pointless. What, so you get a bunch of Republicans win? And what do they do? Not the thing? Not the thing? Oh, I get it. So we got a bunch of bunch of young people living at home with their mama or not living in the real world in their fucking heads who never been in the real world. I don't know what they're doing, but you think just by destroying the Democratic Party, somehow black people will magically be better off if you start this fucking white people's party? Suddenly, black people are better off because you started an upstart party that's going to do something in the next 50 years. Meanwhile, I'm gone. My kids are still, my son takes over for me, yelling into a microphone about how bad black people got it. About reparations. That's your plan. That's your big fucking plan, huh? I think it's a stupid fucking plan. I think you're a grifter. I think what you want is to line your pockets, make a few dollars your damn self. And I really have a plan that helps any black people other than you. That's not a plan that helps black people. Your plan to destroy the Democrats don't help black people. 
Helping black people helps black people. I said it a couple times. Cut the check. Who you gonna ask to cut the check? Republicans? Is that who we're gonna ask? You really was gonna ask Trump to cut a check for black people. That's what we're really gonna do. That's, that was your plan. Are you down for reparations or not? Are you down for a black agenda or not? You really want a bunch of Tim Scotts? You think Tim Scott's gonna fight for black people? No more than Cory Booker will. But Tim Scott don't owe us shit, do we? Because we didn't elect Tim Scott. Did we? Get it? I know it's kind of basic, right? If you put somebody in office, they owe you. All I'm saying black people need to do is go collect their IOUs. That's it. They're not fighting for us, folks. They are not fighting for us. We need them to fight for us. That's what needs to happen. It's not divisive. It's only divisive. How is it divisive to fight for black issues? I never considered Native Americans divisive to fight for Native American issues. I didn't look at Asians as divisive to fight for Asian issues. I never looked at gay people or LGBTQ people as divisive for fighting for LGBTQ issues. But for some reason, see, these white folks think they own us. These white liberals think they own black people. They try to make us look down on ourselves for standing up for ourselves, for doing what they won't do. Fight for us. Fighting for us is not a negative. Fighting for us is an imperative. It's a necessity, not a luxury. We need to do that right now. We need to do that yesterday, today, and every day until it's done. That's what needs to happen. So go, like I said earlier, go handpick you some more fake leaders with zero black support, not respected in black spaces, not a part of the black community, or not fighting for black issues. I mean, I don't understand it. Folks, if you're serious about a black agenda and reparations, start supporting those that are serious about it as well. That's the game. That's it. This ain't going to get done by magic, and they're going to be done by being a nice guy. It's going to take ruffling feathers, calling out the white people's party, calling out the Jimmy Doors. Jimmy Dore, bring on more black people. It's not bringing on your hand-picked, hand-selected, corny black folks. Bring on radical black people. If you can bring on fucking boogie boys, bring on some black folks. Black folks from black organizations, not on the left. They don't even have a political affiliation that are about black agenda and black reparations. How about that? Same thing to Kyle. Bring somebody black on. You and Crystal. And let them talk about black issues. Ira means a good start. I respect that. But that's not going to keep me off your ass if you don't do more. I remember me bringing on Ira and all of a sudden Crystal brought him on her show. I'm glad she did. Pick my pocket. I don't give a fuck if it helps black people. I think I already said he already had a relationship. Still, I never saw him on the show until then. It's like, oh, here goes a good one. Let's get him. Fine. Bring on more. What I'm saying is I'm pushing. Most important thing is that we get a black agenda created. It's 2021. We're going into 2022. There is time, black people, but we got to press them. We got to force this to happen. It ain't going to happen on its own. It ain't going to happen by being nice. It ain't going to be happening by pulling punches. And if you are in my fucking way, let's make this clear. If you are in my fucking way, I'm going to run over you. Not literally. Not literally. Tim Black ain't going to go to jail. At least I don't plan on it. For no dumb shit. I'm talking about run over you. In opinion, run over you with my momentum of the word. Run over you with the truth. Because you're in the way of my goal. My goal is black liberation, Johnson. My goal is upliftment. Then we could go get Medicare for all. Then we could go get a Green New Deal. Then we could go get all these other things. But if you are living outside, if you're living outside under an underpass, you're not much concerned about saving the rainforest 
or the polar ice caps. Except the ones on your feet, maybe. You understand? Why is this so basic but no one gets it? If you are homeless, of course you would like health care. But guess what? You would like a home first, dummy. And what do homes cost? Money! Cut the check. Cut the check. And if you want black people to be behind you and support your endeavors, support ours. You first. We already supported yours for 400 years. I'm real Tim Black. <laughs> I'm real Tim Black on Facebook and Twitter. I'm Tim Black of that on Instagram. I'm Mr. Black here. Rolling with black people all day, every day. You can find this podcast at pause, timblackpause.com. That's a new domain. If you are a member of the Tim Black Wolfpack, what it is is for you. It is the uh, cut the check wristbands. They're in. They are free. But I'm giving it to my people that support the show. So if you are a supporter of the show, if you are a Patreon or Facebook or YouTube or Patreon, holler at us and we will send you two of these. Two wristbands. One for you, one for a friend. Tell the world about it. It's going down, Johnson. We got to fight for it. I know it's not going to be easy. Go to the Race, Reset Race Podcast, subscribe, and follow. Join. Also, they got a Patreon, too. Support Reset Race. They got the education. They have the documentation and the information so, you, so that you can be educated to our situation. Real talk. All right, Johnson. We good? Are we good, Johnson? We good? You guys good? I'm good. That's everything, right? Stop co-oping stop co-oping black issues by using white by using black people. Stop co-oping black issues using white people and black people. Like I don't care. You can be a white person fighting look, if you're gonna stand up for black issues, I don't care what color you are, man. But what they're doing is neutralizing black they're attempting to neutralize black people. Neutralize white people. What I should say, let me, let me put it this way. They're trying to neutralize white people who would, who would without their neutral, being neutralized, they would be more attracted to what I'm saying. See, they're not, they're not influencing black people by, by and large. The people that they're, the people that they're boosting are not, are not attracting a black audience. No, they, they, their audience is white. They're not attracting black people to their audience. But what they are doing effectively is they're lying to white people, giving white people the impression that these are the black people they should follow. And those white people are not, they're not aware that these, those black people that they're following that are handpicked by white people with an agenda that's not black are not going to lead them to supporting actual black causes that we want as a black community. Does that make sense? So it's not that they're misleading Yvette Cardell's audience. They couldn't. Yvette Cardell's audience don't even know who the fuck I'm talking about. Black authorities' audience don't even know who the hell those people are. Total talks don't know who the hell I'm talking about. Okay? To reach the sheets, people don't know who the fuck those people are. Do you understand? Now, those four groups I mentioned, we may not be buddy buddies, but you know what? Their people know who the fuck I am. They know what I am, they know who I am, and they know what I'm talking about. These other motherfuckers, they wouldn't even, they're not even on the radar for black people. Okay? Not in large. What these people are doing who have been handpicked by white fake leftists who are the grift to start a phony ass, fake ass white people's party or people's party, whatever the fuck, is they are misinforming white people. Because that's their audience. And diverting them from following real black revolutionaries fighting for black agendas who say that shit with their chest. Not running around making death threats. 
Not running around on some bullshit. That staging bullshit, whatever the hell that is. Calling in backups and creating a fucking mockery of stupid shit. Who had the audacity to say Tim Black is ranting and raving and now a month later, a month, a month later, are doing their own ranting and raving and going stock raving, man. Dropping motherfucking bombs and using the word nigga now, acting tough. Motherfucker, it's good you study. Well, study up some more, son. Keep studying, son. Study long, study wrong, study long. It just shows you hypocrisy. I'm here to fight for black people. That's the shit you want. That's it, guys. So we're clear. So we make so we understand each other where we're coming from. Like we started, Johnson. It's great. I had to come to you. This is a bonus material. This is going in the archives. Right? TimBlackPause.com. Go check out the podcast. It's going in the archives. It's on the record. I'd rather not have to discuss these things and focus on my core mission, which is influencing the masses and talking, speaking truth to power. But if you are my fucking way and you are a hypocrite, bottom-dwelling, asshole, cooning, caping for corny-ass white dudes trying to control our message because your ass broke. Look, I understand you got money problems, motherfucker, but you don't get to use my people to line your pockets, to build up your little squad, build up your whatever the hell it says you're doing. Nope, you don't get to do it. And if you wanted to do that, keeping my name out your mouth might have been a good start. Folks, they're using, they're using as usual, they use our pain, and then they do a Jedi switcheroo. Oh, we got black people. Black people went through so much. Why people see black people talk and go, oh, the black people, they know that black people been through a lot in this country. They listen to a black person. Wow, this black person said Medicare for all. This black person said brand new deal. This black person's not saying black agenda. This black person's not saying reparations. Why is Tim saying that? Tim's radical. No, Tim's basic on this shit. This ain't really radical. I mean, it's necessary. It's so necessary. Them talking about other shit, they doing that because they don't want to talk about the real shit. Because then you leave. My thing is, if you leave, you leave. Make like a tree, motherfucker, and leave. This is too serious. This ain't a popularity contest. I need people willing to fight for justice. For a wrong that's been committed over 400 years in this country. I want the same things my Japanese friends got. Same things my Jewish friends got. That's what I want. That's not divisive or selfish. I know other bullshit you want to call it. I think it's the reason why you don't want us to do better. You don't want us to be equal. This is more. E this is how we end all this fucking racial strife. Make people equal. Make people equal. That's it. I wish you well. Join the Tim Black Show if you understand what I'm talking about. If it makes sense. And once we reach that, then we can knock down all the other things we need to do. But black people can't afford to go last. We're at the bottom of everything good and at the top of everything bad in every survey and every study and every quantifiable measurement. It's statistic. Do you understand? We do not have the luxury for you to say, we'll wait till the climate is prepared, repaired, then we'll talk to the black people. It's been 400 years. How much longer should we wait? What are you waiting for? For us to live on Mars, motherfucker? Then you'll just say, well, that was, a, that was Earth. We now live on Mars. I think that's what people are waiting for. They're waiting for us to all leave Earth and move to another galaxy, another planet. And then say, okay, now, blacks, Let's talk about reparations. Probably won't talk about it. Then you'll be like, well, that was an earthly thing. Don't bring your earthly problems to this new planet. <laughs> I'm, that, don't that make sense, though? Come on now. Be one. 
Don't that don't that sound like some shit they'd say? There'd be some current going. I'm not a racist just because I don't want my children to learn about the earthly problems that blacks went through. That doesn't make me rise up. I can hear it now. Yeah. <laughs> Complain like hell. A black man's threatening me. He's saying reparations loudly on YouTube. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm done, guys. I'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> when we have our regularly scheduled pause with Tim Black. Get some rest. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Be well. Remember. <sighs> Cut the check. Wolfpack. People are old. Reparations. Reparations now. All my Johnsons. Wolfpack. Big K. Ayo, wait, hold up, pause, no debate, no applause Tired of the wait, man, we need a revolution, but you can't to the bait We'll be down for the cause, I be late on a sauce Keep us down for the cause, fuck up, round, get a public execution Better wise up, hold up, fuck it, pause Pause like Tim Black, overwhelmed, but I gotta get my wits checked We'll be preaching to the quiet like a hymn track But we gotta make a dent, get the rich back Laying in the street, we got brothers that overdosing Trying to help the poor with their handicap and emotion Both parties suck, take a minute and let it soak in They don't give a fuck, they be locking you up and smoking Both parties suck, Johnson with the serving up It's a lace concoction, spit it in a face Johnson, what the fuck you do with a snake when you boxing? Wanna fall in line with the face is an option I'm a sin for mine, I'm a ride with my conscience If you want the right, I advise you with caution When they get the chance, so you wild like an auction Fucked in, it's like a troll opposition Comes down the boat and they roll their position Top town, yeah, I'm sold on the mission I ain't bring a coast, I'm a search of friction Apologies Faking these raps, give me conniptions They be out here serving their donuts like a religion Calling out these blasphemies, promises my addiction They ain't got no soul, yeah, they sold it up for a patient Wait, hold up, pause, no debate, no applause Tired of the wait, man, we need a revolution But you can't to debate, we be down for the cause I be late on a sauce, give us down for the cause Fuck up, round, get a public execution Better wise up, hold up, fuck it, pause Ayo, time, fuck a conservative, Ron McDonald Clean, but you look and you sound like you off at the bottle Whiteboard dress for the follow You see through the grip, so you need to let off for the throttle Try the right, we beside, let us have us a top Be a man, we can walk through the basics You ain't getting shot, just talking about race Motherfucker, you can shot for being racist Yo, say you spitting facts, you clearly be in your feelings Quoting Ben Shapiro, what else the fuck you can say? See, we didn't free the slaves, and you acting like we the same Like we're signing effects, same thing, you fucking idiot Right wing frauds, really made me belligerent Educate America, overcoming the ignorance Big homie black, show you bitches the difference Say our sister drops, and blame it I'm the immigrants Bro for initiative, hold the line with the wolf pack Give me a shot, I blow through them like I'm a fullback Riding from inside the center, where your soul at Can't strike glass, cause homie be full of bullcrap ACAB, yeah, I'm bending the lawyers The system is broke, if you need this and ours Need divine intervention, need it fixed by the gods Hold up, I'm 